Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was, no, 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 no. Come on, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. We're going to be right here. We're going to be, this signs of life, that's signs of life, see. We didn't know when the Holy Ghost was hovering, but there was a sound that was hovering over us. There was a sound, you know what I mean? We didn't, yeah, yeah, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just. Let's just, and God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. I'm in Genesis chapter 1, verses 9 through 13. And, le- and it was so, and God called the earth dry land, and the waters were gathered together, and he called, and called seas. And God saw that it was good, and God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit. Hmm. And fruit, trees bearing fruit. Somebody just jump, 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 jump. (laughs) It's time to celebrate, saints. Y'all been through too much not to celebrate. Y'all been through too much not to celebrate. Trees bearing fruit in which their seed which is their seed, and each according to its kind, and on the earth. And it was so. Hmm. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding each according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning. The third day. I already told you. Today we talk about signs of life. Hmm. Y'all know what it feels like to be dead spiritually? (laughs) That was a good answer. (laughs) Y'all know what it feels like to be dead spiritually? You know what it feels like to not feel the presence of the king? When you're so used to feeling the presence of the king? You know what it feels like to not be able to pray? when you're so used to being able to pray? Do you know what it feels like for you to have walked away from God, knowing that God never walked away from you? But then do you know what it feels like for life to be restored? ain't never gonna hear no message. I got to stop. (laughs) I need somebody for 13 seconds. You ain't even got 30. 13 seconds. Give him praise for life being restored. Not all of it. Signs of it. Signs of life. I may not have what I had but I feel your presence again. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. 
of life. Sign, hey, pick it there, lift your hands. Lift minister, lift your hands. Signs, signs, signs of life. All right, well, let's go. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Jesus. In review, hovering, hovering, hovering. Over these last few weeks, we've been talking through Genesis. We've been talking through Genesis. Church, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you voted. I'm grateful that we've gone through this process. I'm grateful that you've elected me, and I'm grateful that today is the day that we get married. Hallelujah. <laughs> I got a haircut yesterday. I put grease in my hair. Yeah, you know I mean, I got the beard trimmed up. I got new soap to take a good shower. <laughs> Somebody's getting married. <laughs> yes, Lord. I'm excited today. I'm excited today because the Lord has given us signs of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Signs of life. It's felt barren for a long time. It's felt dead for a long time. It's been heavy lifting in here for a long time. But the Lord is lifting us instead of us having to lift ourselves. My Lord. All right. All right. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Over these last few weeks, we've been talking through Genesis, and we're going to continue to talk through Genesis for the remainder of the summer. Our first week, we were in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. We talked about how the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the face of the deep. And the deep was waters, right? Say amen, somebody. I'm not here by myself now. <laughs> I ain't here by myself. The deep was waters, the deep waters, right? And the Lord was hovering over the face of the deep. There was no beginning of that hovering, and there was no end to that hovering. And then light in the second day, God created, I'm sorry, in the first day, God created light before he created sun, moon, earth, and stars. And the light was the light of the world, which is the word of God. Now listen, I review so that we walk out of here with the same conversation. We all need to know what the word says. Amen? Amen. All right. The light was created before sun, moon, earth, and stars. And the light was the light of the world, which is the word of God. Then God created division. And he created it. But... I like it now. He created it, but he didn't bless it. And today, after having all created all the atmosphere for life to exist, God starts to give us signs of life. In chapter, num in verse, chapter number one, verse nine, it reads, And God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place. And let the dry land appear. And it was so. The first thing God called out to me was a simple fact that this water that was chaotic was made orderly. I'm going to take my time today. The water that was chaotic, that the Spirit of God had to hover over, was divided and then put in order. He created streams, he created 
rivers. He created seas. And then he created, because he divided the waters on the earth, he created dry land. The water that could not be controlled had to be hovered over so that life could exist. God created order in chaos. First point, the chaos that God allows you to go through will create healthy boundaries for you. God allows us to go through times of trouble, of trial, of discontent, and of chaos so that we understand what it feels like to not be in alignment with the will of the Father. He allows for his spirit to hover over us when we don't accept his spirit indwelling within us because he needs us to understand what it looks like to be outside of grace. <laughs> Think the wine and said it like this. What would I know about being restored if I never lost my place. I know what it feels like to walk away from the king. I know what it feels like to not be in alignment with the will of the Father. I know what it feels like to pray prayers and ask God to bless what I want instead of submitting to God for what he wants. And God allows that in our lives. I'm hollering. I don't need to holler yet. God allows that in our lives so that we can understand what chaos feels like so that when order comes, we can accept it and appreciate it. Without chaos, without hovering, without the Spirit of God being there to carry us through difficult situations, we would never know that it was God that was actually carrying us. We look in Genesis chapter 2, verse 10 through 14, and this is the proof of these boundaries that were created by Spirit of God. The river flowed out of Eden to the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. God allowed for the deep that he hovered over to create boundaries for the benefit of us understanding where exactly the garden actually would be where we would be kicked out of, where separation that he created but didn't bless would actually occur. He allowed the chaos of spirit or of water hovered over by spirit to allow boundaries in our lives so that we would understand that when he kicked us out because of our sin, he kicked us out of the Garden of Eden, because of our disobedience, we would know what it felt like and where we needed to get back to. The name of the first is Phison. It is one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. Are you lacking provision today? Maybe you're not flowing in the river of the Spirit. 
There's boundaries in the flow of the Spirit. And God will allow you to flow right to your provision if you get in the Spirit. Are y'all with me? If your finances are chaotic right now, maybe you're not flowing in the faith of the Spirit of God that creates boundaries for your spending habits. Say amen, somebody. Say amen right there. Say amen, somebody. God will create. He'll allow you to be crazy to do what you want to do, and then he'll say, come back to the river Faison and flow in the spirit of my anointing of provision. Come on, church. Flow in the spirit of, the, of my provision where I will take you to your gold. <laughs> and the gold of that land was good. Bedlam and onyx stones were there. And the name of the second is Gion. And it is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. Cush is where the black people were. Huh? Cush is where the black people were. Cush is where blessing was. Cush is where we were. We were named and kings and queens in Cush. And now we're here. Uh-oh. And they're calling us everything outside of our name. But if you would allow your identity to, hallelujah, to flow in the spirit of God to where you belong, you will see that your identity is found in him. He'll create boundaries for you. He'll allow you to understand who you are and what you are and how you're supposed to be acting because he'll take you by the way of the spirit of God through and around Cush. And the name of the third river was Tigris that flows east of Assyria. And the fourth, Assyria was the first kingdom created. Kingdom, kingdom created. And the fourth was the river Euphrates. If we would allow ourselves to get in the flow of the spirit again, we would get to the place where God would be God again. And we would be his children again. I feel like we have taken responsibility for some of the things that we want to do and said, God bless this. Can you please? We've taken so much responsibility for what we want. And we said, God, this is what I'm doing. Can you, can you bless it for me? God, this is where I'm going. Can you, can you bless that? For me. But in all actuality, what God wants us to do is get into the flow of the Spirit of God so that when we flow with Him, we will go where He is going. We will not take Him where we want to go. We will go where God is taking us, and that land will be plentiful. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear. Saints, second point is God had a starting point or the water had a starting point. Somebody turn with me to Ezekiel 47. Ezekiel 47. Ezekiel chapter 47. This is important. This is important to note. Ezekiel chapter 47. It says, and then... He brought me back to the door, first verse, and then he brought me back to the door of the temple. And there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced east. 
and the water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of, what's that word? The altar. The water that started flowing from the Garden of Eden. The water that was at one time chaotic, that created boundary for us. The water that God allowed for us to take us where he wanted us to go. The water flowed from the altar. No, y'all didn't get that. I don't think you got it. I don't think you got it. The water that was chaotic, that God hovered over, it had to start somewhere. The water that was chaotic, I feel the Holy Ghost right here. The water that was chaotic that God hovered over, that he then created boundaries for, it had to start to flow outside of Eden somewhere. And it started to flow at the altar. It started to flow at the altar. The altar for us is the place where we kneel and pray. Uh, the altar for us is where we cast all of our cares on him. Because we know that he cares for us. The altar is the place where we find our relationship with God again. Saints, if there is something that I feel God is calling us to prophetically, it's time to come back to the altar. It's time. It's time to come back to the altar. It's time to become people of prayer again. I wish I had a church. It's time, really, I wish I had a church that was longing for the presence of God. It's time for us to come back to the place, the original place where the water flowed from. The water flows from the altar. And then when it goes from the altar, it flows and creates the life that we need to sustain our community. Do you have a good idea with regard to ministry? Have you bathed it in prayer yet? Do you have a thought where you feel like God wants to move in our community? I think that's great. But have you prayed about it yet? Do you believe God's calling you to something to do that's, that would be wonderful? You see a need. I believe that the God in you is speaking to you. But are you just listening to what you want to hear? Or have you, sub Holy God of Israel. have you submitted it to God in prayer? You can have a great idea, but if you don't bathe it at the altar, it'll just be a great idea. You can have a wonderful idea for you to do great work in the community. Your business plan can be locked up and beautiful. But if you don't bathe it in the altar, put it down at the feet of Jesus, it'll just be a great written business plan. But if you would allow for the water of God to flow over it, you will see that God will take you exact, hallelujah, exactly to where he wants you to go. This battle is not yours. 
It belongs to the Lord. You've been fighting far too long, I hear the Holy Ghost. But it belongs to the Lord. This fight, you can put your weapons down and get on your knees now and watch God do everything you need him to do. The water that was chaotic became your boundary. And that boundary flowed from the place of prayer. And when you started to pray, God revealed to you where the water would flow to. Hmm. Hold on. I need somebody to know that if you have something written down in your purse or a note in your phone, if you have an altar in your home or if you're here in the sanctuary, can you just lay it at the altar for me? I feel like this is a moment where we got to participate in worship. This is a moment where we got to participate. If you have a plan, if you have an idea, if you have a thought that God gave you that you have yet to pray about, and you know it's God, but you haven't prayed about it yet, I invite you now to bring it to the altar. Now, yeah, now, yes, now. If you have something that you are positive God shared, bring it. Just sit it down, sit it down, sit it down, sit it on the altar. I ain't going to take your phone. I promise I won't. I ain't going to touch your stuff. <laughs> Just put it down. Put it on the altar. 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 Some of y'all are putting down your plan and your sin right on the altar. You heard what I said. Some of y'all are putting down. Put it on the altar. Wherever you are in your room, wherever you pray, whatever you do, if you've got a plan, put it on the altar. 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 Put it, you're putting down your distraction on the altar. You're putting down the thing that's kept you from praying. You're putting it on the altar. You're putting the thing that kept you from hearing from, you're putting it on, put it on the altar and watch the water of God flow over it. Watch the water of God from the altar. As you sit it down at the altar, watch God work in this season. I'm not here for no fancy words. I'm here to see demonstration and power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Put it on the altar. 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 If it's not written down, but it's still in your mind, put it on the altar. Put it on the altar. You have God's given you that idea. I know he has. He's given you the faith to maintain that idea and to bring it to pass. But you are doing it in your own strength. Put it on the altar. Put it on the altar and watch God work. He created boundaries. And he created a starting point. And finally, the water had a purpose. Let the earth sprout, God said. Vegetation plants yielding seed and fruits, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which there is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. There are these verses of scripture in Jeremiah chapter 8, where he, Jeremiah the weeping prophet communicates about the state of the people of Israel. Yeah, that's, that's the place where we're supposed to be right there, weeping. That's exactly where we're supposed to be, giving it to God. There's a place where Jeremiah found himself communicating about the state of the people of Israel. In chapter 8, verse 18, he said, I would comfort myself in sorrow 
my heart is faint within me. Listen, the voice, the cry of the daughter of my people from a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their carved images? Hmm. Hmm. With their carved images, with their foreign idols. The harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. God, I had a timeline. And you didn't abide by my timeline. The harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. God, we said we were going to do this by second quarter of 2020. And now it's 2021. The harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. God, I said I'd have been retired by 52. I'm 64. The harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. God, is it me or is it you? Hmm. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I'm not being self-aggrandizing in this moment, but I feel the pain of all of us collectively in this room because we've asked God to do some things that we don't feel like God's done. And I felt a holler in my spirit when I was writing this, but I don't feel a holler anymore. (laughs) I feel like God wants to minister over us. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I am mourning. Astonishment has taken hold of me. This is where God brought me. Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? Do you know that the, in Ezekiel chapter 47, when the water flowed from the altar, what was created were trees of healing? Did you know? Just read it. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. Pull it up while I'm talking. I don't care. I don't feel disrespected. Did you know that when the people of God decided to pray again, that the water flowed from the altar and started to heal again? Did you know that when the people of God went back to the altar, the water of God flowed and there were trees of life on the borders of the banks of the river? If you decide to do this today, if we decide to do this today in our own strength, there will be no fruit. But if we decide to put everything that we have on the altar of sacrifice one more time. <laughs> if we decide to put it on the altar of sacrifice one more time. There's a song that says, why not trust God again? <laughs> I know that he can do it. If I pray again, believe again, my God will work it for my good again. You've been fighting all by yourself, but it's saints, it's time for us to trust God again. And again. <laughs> and <laughs>
again. Guess what? And again. It wasn't God that broke your heart. People broke your heart. And the enemy tried to make you think that it was God that was tearing you apart. But God still loves you and he's here to bind up the brokenhearted. Holy Jesus. He's here to hold you and put you back together again. If you would allow for him from the altar to flow right to where you are. And then you get on the lazy river of the anointing of God. And float right to where he wants you to be. I promise you that God will work it for you're good. Holy, 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 holy. We've been washing our hands a lot this year. There's been a lot of water flowing this year because God took us and shut us away. And he put these germs that we couldn't see in our way. And the only thing that could fix it, I feel like preaching a little bit for (laughs) The only thing that could fix it was water. (laughs) The only thing that could fix it was water. And we had to turn on, go in our houses and turn on the water. Put our hands under the water. And they told us to start washing our hands to songs like Twinkle Twinkle, Little Star. They gave us a timeline, 20 seconds or 30 seconds to wash our hands. 20 seconds or 30 seconds. They said, sing Twinkle Twinkle, Little Star. They said, sing Happy Birthday, Stevie Wonder version or the regular. I don't care which one you sing. But they told us to sing happy birthday. They told us to say the alphabet twice or maybe three times. Some of us started singing R&B, 90s R&B, and just to make sure that our hands were clean. But when God pointed me to this word about water, I thought, hmm, if the word is what washes us, if the word is what washes us, and we need to wash our hands in the water of the word, then maybe, just maybe, there are better things to say for that 20 or 30 seconds. So I pulled my phone out, and I got the timer, and I went to Psalm 34, and I started to read, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That was 10 seconds. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. I was at 17 there. Oh, magnify the Lord <laughs> with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and heard, he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked at him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. I was at 27 seconds right there and I had to get this part in. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him. <laughs> I am the poor man. This poor man cried. And saved him out of all his troubles. Then I was, it got good to me. So I'm like, hey, maybe I got a couple more. I blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel 
of the ungodly. That's Psalm chapter 1 if you don't know. Nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of, his, of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. I got caught up so I ain't looking at the timer. I was at 17 seconds again. So I went back. He shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season. <laughs> His roots shall not wither and whatever he does will prosper. That was 27 seconds, so I had to find another one, you know. Have mercy on me, O God. This is Psalm 51. According, I'm not singing the alphabet no more, you hear me? According to your loving kindness, blot out my transgressions. Watch me thoroughly from these germs of sin. Watch me thoroughly from my own selfish ambition. Hey. Wash me thoroughly from the things that distract me from you. That ain't in the word. I'm adding some things. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and there's evil in your sight that you may be justified. I'm still washing my hands. <laughs> While he's washing my soul, I'm washing him. My hands. You may be justified when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and sin. In sin, my mother conceived me. You desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden parts. You make me to know wisdom. This was a 42nd verse, a 47th second one, because I had to get this one in. Purge me with hyssop. And I will be clean. Wash me. And I will be whiter than snow. But some of y'all may not be there. So I got one more, one more, one more, one more. One more Psalm 91. As you're washing your hands, realize that COVID didn't hit your house. As you're washing your hands, realize that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, y'all could praise at any point, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver. <laughs> Surely he shall deliver. I'm all done. I'm done. I'm done. Surely... He shall deliver me, and surely he shall deliver you. The, the water that creates life on the dry ground when chaos creates boundaries, the water that flows and creates life for you comes from the altar. The enemy would love to distract you from your place of prayer. But God is calling us all back to our place of prayer.
we will be everything God created us to be when we come back to the altar. To the altar. Not to big churches, to the altar. Not to beautiful worship, to the altar. Not when we come back together and the church is full and we got three services again, Deacon. I don't know about them three services. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, help us. It's not when we get big again. It's when we get small again. When nobody can see you, it's when God sees everything about you. It's found at the altar. So if there is one that needs to return to the altar, I give you Jesus. (laughs) You're welcome to the altar, whether it's here or I'm going to start calling it what I see it in my in my spiritual eye or in our virtual campus. (laughs) You heard me or in our virtual campus. For all of you that can't get to the room, you're a part of our virtual campus. All of us can be found at the altar. If you need to come to the altar physically today, come now. If you are at home and you need to come to the altar, go to your place where you meet with God, where nobody can distract you. Come now. You ain't coming to me. You're not coming to me. You're coming to the altar. You're coming to God. You've laid down all of your distractions. You've put away all the foolishness. You've let everything else get out of the way so God can be the only way. And now you're coming to the altar, the place where you get small and God gets big. Come now. you're at home the enemy would love to distract you with whatever's going on around you but don't let it happen God we thank you for giving us time and space to be arrested by your Holy Spirit I thank you Lord that you are making all things new in us with us for us through us and around us. I thank you, God, that you have taken the chaos of our lives and taught us how to make healthy 
boundaries. And today, I ask that you would allow for your spirit to flow from the altar. Hmm. I pray that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear and patience to wait for you to take us where you've called us to be. We'll thank you for it. We'll praise you for it. Teach us, God, how to pray. Your disciples asked you to. It's not wrong for us to say we don't know what to ask for. Help us. Teach us to pray. Teach us again how to get back on our knees, to submit everything to you in prayer. Arrest every thought. Arrest every idea. Arrest everything that comes into our minds by your Holy Spirit. And we'll thank you. Only progress what you accept. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We make you Lord again. And we thank you for still loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. That's all. Listen, it don't take a whole lot. Redirected right now. Go back and be submitted. That's all it is. If any of y'all ain't got no, go ahead on. If any of y'all ain't got no church. <laughs> I'm so hood. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all can't go back to your seats. <laughs> If any of y'all, I ain't got no keys, right? I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait.